0: Gathered here tonight to commemorate the passing and the life and the legacy of our our dear friend, the Nintendo eShop. Uh, I, I start, "Dearly beloved," is like the wedding thing, and
1: oh yeah, that's true. That's true.
0: I don't know. know, dearly beloved. Though <laughs> feels like it should be like more than just the wedding thing. It's like any time mm-hmm. you have a. Uh, but anyways, it's a backlog breakdown. We're gonna be talking about the e shop. The e shop is dead. Long live the e shop. <laughs> oh, that that would have been better. That would have been much better. <laughs> e shop is dead. Long live the e shop. Um, except for there's no new e shop to replace the the dead eShop. shop. Um, oh. but uh. Well, that being said, I'm one of your hosts, Nate, alongside my friend and co-host, Josh Broccolo. Hey, what's going on? Bring out your dad.
1: <laughs> Bring out your dad, Broccoli Josh. Um, <laughs> we're talking death. We're talking destruction and mayhem. No, no. None of uh, those other things.
0: That sounds a little grim dark. It's more like um, flipping a switch, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe. I I have no idea what like to to be perfectly frank. Yeah, but I have no idea what the actual logistics are behind like closing down an e-shop mm-hmm. or in in this case multiple e-shops um and all of those beautiful digital tasties um mm. that are yeah. no longer available for purchase. Some of them are are, are quite nummy. Um <laughs>
1: All those ones and zeros gone forever. All
0: them delicious ones and zeros gone uh, forever uh, to be whatever. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. There's, uh, but yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, you can tell by the title and by the nonsense that we've been sort of blathering on about for the last couple of minutes. We're going to, tonight's topic is we're going to be talking a little bit of physical versus digital, especially in light of the closure uh here not too long ago of the Nintendo Wii U and 3DS e shops. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. yeah um but all that being said Josh um you know what it has been a fortnight since we last That's played. right. Yeah, a fortnight. Um, I still
1: never played that game but yeah.
0: No. It's, it's been a fortnight. Uh, I played it for a little bit. Megan played it for a little bit. It's oh, fine. Cool. It's um I just have this memory of these like kids in the voice chat mm-hmm. like coming up to to my wife and being like they were after some like sort of shotgun and they're like okay. do you have do you, do you have this this shotgun
1: mm-hmm.
0: and She's just like walked away didn't respond
1: Nice I was, like, I was like Nice baller. Like,
0: baller make those move. dumb little kids feel dumb um, <laughs> based <laughs> <laughs> based Exactly <laughs> yes um but it like I said, it has been a fortnight or uh mm-hmm. as I am want to say, it's, <laughs> it's been, been two weeks since I talked to you. Mm-hmm. So it's that's true. It, it's it's been, been two weeks since I talked to you. <laughs> I'm
1: I'm not gonna finish that. <laughs> Come on, buddy. Come on. Just, <laughs> no, that's that's your bit. That's your that, bit. I, I will never take that from um, you. Don't worry. <laughs> so
0: it has been a couple of weeks. Um what's good in the
1: hood, man? Like what's, mm. what's going on in the broccolo household? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, a bunch has happened. It's funny just as I was thinking about, you know, just some of the stuff that's happened between uh, this week and last week, and, and it's, it's gone by fast, but it's gone by fast because um, there, it's just been full of all kinds of stuff because we had Easter weekend. So that was a nice full day of, of double dipping and, you know, going to one family, one side of the family's house. And then the other one, you know, multiple egg hunts for the kids uh just a crazy day, getting home late, all kinds of stuff going on there. But actually the day before Easter, uh my my younger sister who lives in, in California had come into town and she wanted to take all of the nephews and nieces and so some of the uncles and, and an aunt came as well to go see the Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh so we did that and it was at a it was at a mall. So we walked around. We went to this little store called Pokemania that was just Pokemon stuff everywhere and in anyways we we had we had lunch at this really cool like asian i was gonna say asian cafeteria but that sounds super lame it was not at all it was like this huge area to to eat with like little food shops all around it um which was super cool so anyways anyways all that to say um busy weekend and then this last weekend that we that we just ended uh, uh a couple of days ago. Um my uh family and I were invited out to a renaissance festival. If you've ever been to one of those, it always my my wife had always asked me if I wanted to go to these things and it just felt a little weird. Um but a friend, friend of ours had invited mm. me out and so I roped in my wife and kids and we went to the Sherwood Forest Fair here about an hour away outside of Austin. And, uh, and had a great time with fellow pony, Mr. Uh, Paul, the artist currently Currently known as as the techno Techno funk Funk boy Boy. Lytle. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we had a great time. Uh, he had his kids with him. And so my kids and his kids were talking about Minecraft almost the entire time. And then they switched to talking about the Mario brothers movie. So they like hit it off immediately. It was awesome.
0: That's cool. That's cool. It's, it's like maybe the only time in my life I've ever been jealous of a Texan, or two Texans <laughs> rather. Um, yep.
1: <laughs> some yeah. people
0: would say like there, there are more reasons, but I'm like, nah, that's, I'm good. I'm good. Um, don't want to. Don't, yeah. don't want to. But you know, that's, that's rad, dude. That's rad.
1: It, it was, so. yeah, it was super we, fun. The time just flew by. Yeah, and, and you know, I mean, you guys did
0: share some pictures in the Discord too. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. like, that was so he, pretty cool.
1: He had the forethought to wear an awesome shirt. He was wearing a Dyson dreary t-shirt, and I just, uh, you know, I, I was like, if I would have thought about it, I probably would have worn, you know, one of the few. I, I have a couple, at least one video game shirt. You know, the old school Mario on it that says mm-hmm. original since night or it's like since nineteen eighty three, something like that. Uh, you know, but but I was not forward thinking. And it was just a t-shirt and shorts, which is good because it ended up being pretty hot. It got at Mm. least up to 90. Um, So we we were all pretty sweaty from walking around in the forest, but it was a good time. It was a good time. It was a lot of fun. I cherish those memories. So it's been, it's been a good two weeks. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. Sounds like it, man. Sounds like it. Um, I mean, as far as things on, on this end, I guess, uh, Well, my parents came in, uh, last weekend and it was the first time like, and so my dad had been there when we brought B home from the hospital. Mm -hmm. Um, but the difference between B at three days old and B at five months old is (laughs) significant. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a few differences, (laughs) a few differences. Um, but he's like, you know, and so like my dad got to sort of interact with his grandson. yeah. In in a pretty cool way. And uh, yeah, it was I mean, it was good to have him up here. Uh it yeah, so it was good. It was good. Like Easter was fine. Yeah. You know, uh mm-hmm. B's first Easter, you know, he uh we went over to to Megan's sister and like, you know, they they had okay. some Easter basket stuff for him and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, yeah,
1: it was It was just full of peeps.
0: Uh kidding. I mean, formula. <laughs> if by peeps you mean formula, formula. yes. Formula. <laughs> Um he is kind of at a point where he's starting to um so he has pretty bad uh acid reflux. Mm-hmm. It seems like his like his dose of an acid is wearing off. Uh Megan mm-hmm. reached out to the, the pediatrician here not too long ago. So hopefully um hopefully we'll be able to up that a little lo- hopefully that's what the problem is. Of course, like he's yeah. also now Megan did sort of check to see because he's right around the time where he should start teething. Oh um, yeah, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so, but she checked in there and she's like, she didn't feel anything. So okay, um, okay. yeah. Well, just uh, I mean, he's he's at like five. It's now because he was also three weeks premature. So mm-hmm. the pediatrician did say like you might that stuff might be a little further on down the road yeah sure um but yeah i mean it's it's kind of been like it's been like okay uh -hmm. yeah dude it it was it was it was good spending time with my 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 family my mom and dad Mm -hmm. um yeah just kind of like i don't know sort of getting back to work getting back to things and it's kind of yeah there's been some stuff there but like you know it's cool like it's it's all sort of like part of it. So, um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. It's been good. It wasn't like, it's sort of f- flown by just because like, well, you know, I have a kid now and right.
1: Mm-hmm. It's just like, yep. it's this new stage of life, man.
0: It's like, it's like uh, embrace the time warp. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but yeah, totally. So totally. I, I figure, you know, I, I'm kind of interested in sort of hearing your thoughts on the Super mm-hmm. Mario Brothers movie. Yeah. But we have a form for that. So why oh, don't we true. just sort of like move on to the backlog? I, I, I like it. I thought I just had a spider on my leg, but it was the oh. board for my headphones, um, uh. which kind of freaked me out. Uh, anyways, <laughs> but yeah backlog report um mm-hmm. so yeah fill me in on what you've been watching what you've been reading what you've been playing
1: okay um well reading is easy nothing um, <laughs> cuz really wah, I, I, wah. I haven't yeah which which doubly stinks because that was my challenge and yeah didn't hardly did any of that you know, a little bit of that sandman comic and then a little bit spoilers. you know spoilers chapter I failed 2 on my challenge too yes i mean not yes but it makes me feel better. Boo that, for that both of us. We can suck together instead of just <laughs> um, at a time. Um. So. Th- so yeah. Yeah. No. Failed it. Failed it. Reading. Um. But in terms of watching stuff, it's it's th- there are two movies just to to highlight that were new that I had seen was was the Super Mario Brothers movie. So. Um. Okay. I don't want to d- dwell too much on it. I will say it was better than I even expected it to be. Okay. I so really it was better it?
0: than the original Super Mario Brothers movie.
1: Um, I mean, Bob Hoskins, Dennis Hopper. How could you go wrong? I mean,
0: Bob Hoskins is a freaking legend. He's a treasure, right?
1: Man. Right? Yeah, yeah. Even Hopper. You know, they should. They should. Is he still alive? They should got no. Him no, Hoskins voice. died like oh. uh, what five six years back. They should have like recent. like Same with Hopper.
0: AI'd his voice and he could have just played <laughs> instead it would have avoided the Chris Pratt controversy
1: yeah oh my gosh yeah no uh, I will say, okay so I'll give that part away okay the very first like five minutes of the movie it opens and they are playing the commercial for Mario Brothers Plumbing and they ham it up with the accents that they have the Italian accents okay um, and then immediately Mario like it pans out from the TV um, and Mario turns to Luigi. I think it was Mario who turns to Luigi. And he's like, Do you think we went too hard on the accents? So, in like less accent y way. So, like, they acknowledge, you know, the first like five minutes that that, that opening has it real, like, it's a me, a Mario, you know, we'll come a fix your plumbing kind of a thing. And then immediately it's just like, We're done with that. Like, just just put that aside that we're not going to do that for the rest of the movie I like that. kind of I like thing, that. which is I thought it was a very classy way of doing yeah. it yeah yeah so um yeah i really enjoyed it um it's not the best plot in the world but it was fun um i think you know there there's there's some controversy about the movie as well uh in terms of you know does it have the woke agenda that a lot of other movies nowadays have come out with and no um i, I will say that since I have kids, I am pretty um, sensitive to different messaging in movies, and I don't think this one had um, any overt messaging, like, you know, the closest thing is that Peach is a is a strong character, but there are reasons for her being strong in like none of the characters are like super fleshed out or anything like that. But also if you notice, if you watch her throughout the movie, she doesn't always get what she wants. <laughs> like she doesn't always win all the time. Like, so and in everyone needed each other in this movie, mm. which I thought was really good. So um, anyways, I, I, sorry, I don't mean to to go into, you know, political social commentary. I just thought it was a really fun movie so many uh you know the references and things so like as a video game fan i caught a lot of stuff luigi in early on in the movie he gets a call on his cell phone or maybe it was a text i don't remember but his his ringer is the the opening theme like when you first turn on the gamecube the nintendo gamecube oh uh, it's like da-dun- the da-dun- 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 oh that da-dun- one da-dun. yeah yeah and I was just like, "Oh man, that brings back memories." And I didn't even play a ton of GameCube, but it's just it's just little things like that that like they're referencing. you know. You said GameCube," and I was thinking, stuff. Game Boy." So that's like, oh, Kating? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ka-ting. Oh, that's classic, that's classic. I like yeah. that one.
0: Um, but no, like but, a, like I know the jingle as the little square rips around yeah Mm -hmm. okay that's cool that's cool i've heard there's like a lot of like inside sort of like jokes and sort of like or or nods at least to like
1: Mm -hmm. older fans where it's right right and and because i am i you know like i was in on on those so Mm -hmm. you might be lost i i don't i don't know like i have my perspective and i can't (laughs) you know i can't not notice these things you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Um. So, uh, yeah, so I I really enjoyed it. I might take my kids to see it again. Mm. Cuz they really enjoyed it also. Um so like yeah, I, I I think I think it's great. I think it does what it set out to do, was just be a fun kids movie that's with with Nintendo characters, you know. It's not it's not amazing, it's not groundbreaking, but it sure is a heck of a lot of fun. So. Cool. Yeah. Cool, there you cool, go. cool. The other movie that I watched and I dropped this in the Discord earlier today is a movie on Netflix. Um, It's an uh, an anime movie called Mirai and it was very cute. Um, It's about this young boy, probably about three years old, which the voice acting can kind of throw you off because the voice acting, we watched it in English um, because I watched it with my kids. The voice acting makes him seem older but the way that he acts is pretty young mm. um and he has a, his baby sister is born at the beginning of the movie and so it's it's him learning to cope with not being an only child and you know that his parents have to like focus more on the baby than they do on him and so he kind of like he kind of time travels a little bit and talks with his relatives um who kind of teach him a, a bit it, it was a really it was a really cute movie and um I was surprised at how real it got at times, like when the parents would lose their temper and yell at each other or or the children. I was like, oh, you don't see that depicted in movies very often, but it's real. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. That, uh, I've, I've i've been that guy before um and the kid the main kid is a turd some of the times and you know he like hits his sister and he acts like a little brat and there were there were some times where i thought the parents really should have clamped down on him a bit more um so there, there is that but uh but overall i i thought the movie was really cute and i enjoyed it quite a bit so mirai okay. um okay. m-i-r-a-i on Netflix. So, that's what I watched uh in terms of what I played, uh, just a bit more of Majora's Mask, still making my way through that. And then I did pop in Scarlet Nexus in uh in Xbox 1, and I will say I I only played through like the opening, the beginning mm-hmm. of it. Um it's fun. Uh you know, obviously fairly easy because it's just kind of the tutorial stuff. It reminds me of just the aesthetic, reminds me of something like like Astral Chain. Um, okay. It feels it yeah. feels very similar to that kind of like that neo, uh, techno technological uh, anime stuff, heavy mm. on the anime. Because uh, I think there's even like an anime opening to it. That's right, that's right. After you play through the first like tutorial stuff, it does like this anime opening. So um, it should be a good time. Should be a good time. And there's there's plenty of stuff on the horizon too. I don't know how I'm gonna play all these stinking video games because. Talking about video games, I haven't finished uh, haven't finished either, either of these games, so I have not uh, gotten any more negative points for my beatdown score. But I have had a couple, a few positive points. Okay, it all Uh-oh. came rushing in this week. So I, um, you know, the the Nintendo dropped the third tra- third and final trailer for Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, and it got me. I had a little bit of money on a Best Buy gift card, and so I have Tears of the Kingdom pre ordered. Because uh, that game looks awesome.
0: Got them. Um,
1: yes, yes. So that's that's positive one in my score. And then, uh, lo and behold, just yesterday, GameStop decides to do a buy one, get one free on select games, mm-hmm. select new games. And so I picked up Xenoblade Chronicles 3 and Octopath Traveler 2. Um. I've heard both of these games are fantastic. They're both in series that I really enjoy. And so I picked them up. 60 bucks. Uh, I haven't gotten them in yet. They're being shipped in, but I did order them. So that's another positive to so my score for
0: like 130 bucks and change. You have basically ordered like 500 hours of game.
1: No, no flipping joke as if I didn't have enough to play already. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, like,
0: man. That's like, fi- that's like five, four five bucks an hour there. Like that's, that's a, yeah. If, if that's the metric you're using, then it's,
1: a, <laughs> it's a lot of bang for your buck yeah 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 so i mean no, that, i knew they, cool, they, those were games you know at the top of my list they they weren't like sure a bit, a bit of an impulse purchase but it was also like octopath had actually dropped in price it was on sale for 45 mm-hmm. and i was kicking around like oh that's a really good price should i snag it now because i knew i'm gonna get it i mm-hmm. love the first game and i've heard yeah. this one's even better um so then when they did the buy one get one i was like oh Like, neither of these games, I I will not be able to pick up either of these games for 30 bucks anytime soon. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I'm going to do it. So,
0: a question did arise, um, Mm -hmm. because technically the sale was buy one, get one. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Should should those who participated in aforementioned buy one, get one sale Mm -hmm. take
1: one or two points? I mean... Right, because I'm only paying for one of the games. The second yeah. one, Octopath, was technically free. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to do that. I bought two games. I added two big games to my backlog. Like, no, I'm going to take the points. Okay, uh, the positive points. Uh, yeah, I, Good I thought that was it. Good I man. thought that was a funny question to ask, but no, I knowingly am adding very large JRPGs to my backlog. Like, yes. no, I deserved.
0: <laughs> take the take the points.
1: Yeah yeah so where's so it I'm, where's I'm, it put you at total that currently sitting at negative five well okay so okay. far so okay. yeah it's it's okay it's okay. okay but i'm more concerned with all the time that's going to have to be poured into these games to finish them but oh i want to i, I just yeah. want to play it all but yeah anyways how about you that's my report that's all it's you know a few pages here i finished mine up how what's what do you have on your um, report? As far as
0: watching goes, the only thing really of note was you had mentioned the secret of Cal's last episode. Yes, um, mm-hmm. so I went, and uh, we have Apple TV still, and I went and watched Wolf Walk- Wolf Walkers. I hate ah. I hate that kind, of, um, <laughs> but it's their third that studio's third film, and it's charming. It's sweet. It's like
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's kind of like a little, you know it it it's. The one thing I didn't like is that the church of course is involved and because they're dealing with like the pagan Irish or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like yep. sort of like the church is like, there's a guy who sort of stands in for all of that. And he's kind of like, eh, he's yeah. not great. And it, it yeah, I, yeah, I didn't like that. But like, other than that, it's, it's, it's cute. It's, it's pretty, mm-hmm. you know. It's it's got like a just a charming little story, and yeah, it's. I don't know. Nice. It's I mm-hmm. I don't know. Like the. I think uh, you know. And I haven't seen the 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 one that you mentioned last week because I've I've seen Secret okay. of Kells, and I haven't seen mm-hmm. um, is it Tales from the Sea or something like that? The the one Song about the, the sea, yeah. Song of the Sea. Mm-hmm. The one about the Kelpies. Um. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. And I like I'm kind of a sucker for just any sort of like mythology or folklore or any of that kind of stuff. Like so, um it was it was cool. It was fun. Um kind of had like a sweet kind of like finding your family moment kind of thing. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, it there was it it was it was neat. Um but that's really the only thing of note that I watched. I mean, um trying to think there there was like an anime that i was sort of like paying attention to for a little bit Hmm. but i can't for the life of me i can't it wasn't one piece or anything like that um okay i don't know it must not have been that important (laughs) (laughs) um didn't stick didn't stick uh you just haven't really been watching a whole lot. Uh, I did do some reading since last episode or rather listening. Okay. okay. Um,
1: yeah. I did
0: read a little bit of more of Piper's leisure. Um, mm-hmm. I've been reading, uh, the moon girl co- collections, a moon girl and devil dinosaur collections. Um, gotcha. and the series is growing on me. What I will say is like the first two or three, like volumes, I was very unimpressed with Lunella um, that okay. the titular that's the moon. Girl's oh, actual gotcha, name. gotcha. Um, yeah. Oh, that stinks. She reminded me of every bratty know-it-all nine-year-old. And the, the, the whole premise <laughs> is like, she's the world's smartest. She is the world's smartest person. And it's kind of like she knows it and she's got a bit of a chip on her shoulder and they like, mm-hmm. she's nine. So she's, like got this amazingly analytical brain can like do all sorts of like complex. So like problem solving, she's just like, she's an engineer and blah, blah, but she's also just like an absolutely intolerable brat. Um mm. But where I'm at in it so far, like if you kind of punch through that, she does sort of grow up. She does like, it does look like she's got some like, She's maturing, finding some wisdom, understanding that she's a part of the team and not the solution every time, you know. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: And that, I, I like that stuff. So I don't know. I, I, I'm still up in the air on that one, but it is it is growing on me. Maybe like a cancer, um, but it is growing <laughs> on me. Ooh. Y- yet to be determined. <laughs> um, I, but I did uh, finish listening to Man Alive by Chesterton. Um yeah. I really like that story, and and I think I'm going to dedicate uh, an episode of How Should We Then Play to it at some point. Okay, there. nice. Because I mean, it's it's allegorical or something. Like there's, um, it's really hard to talk about that book because, um, without spoiling it, what I will say is it's gotcha. a really interesting examination of how and it's it's fiction it's a it's a story but uh how like joy and just the the almost like the absurdity and the the alienness of what a joy seeking life can look like um so it's, it's just tough it's i i really enjoyed it i think it has a lot of really interesting things to say about just life and the rhythms of work and play and what we value and like what, what pursuing joy can look like. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's that uh, as far as playing goes really not, all that much it's been a lot like and not even a lot it's like basically i do my dailies in marvel snap i think i got on destiny 2 once or twice maybe and in the last couple of weeks i just haven't really played much of anything lately i i took my switch somewhere at one point in time and then never pulled it out um Mm -hmm. because uh well i'm telling you i have a kid um (laughs) so yep <laughs> uh yeah and, it, and that, that's fine it's but like i said just haven't really been able to play anything um been tried to make some plans and and didn't really they, they fell through a couple of times but yeah so uh my score has done nothing it has not gone up gotcha but it also has not gone down. So I'm still sitting at a positive two for the beatdown. And speaking of the backlog beatdown, it's time to hey. po- talk about the GG app, right? Mm. So uh, GG is a letterbox style app for your video game collection. And it's uh, developed by our friend, uh, developed and maintained by our friend Charles Watson. And uh, it's just got a, a bevy of really great features. Like you can create custom lists, which is how we monitor and sort of like we we track stuff for the beatdown uh through mm-hmm. custom lists um but then you can they're they're there you can friend people and you can see what they're playing you can rate and review games um you know there's there's a whole slew of of options in there there's different options for like completion and abandonment all sorts of stuff in there um so it's it's a great app. We like it, and Charles is constantly sort of like he's he's got a roadmap. He's adding features in all the time, mm-hmm. and if you you know, we, we recommend you check it out. And if you like it, for five bucks a month or fifty bucks a year, you can subscribe to the elite tier, um, you know, and that gives you access to early builds of the app um so you get to act as basically you, you get to pay for the priv- privilege of being a beta tester um <laughs> but you also get a special role in his discord and you get a little bit more access to him and you you know have a little bit more access to sort of see where things are going with gg um other things that we like and think you should give money to it's us it's this podcast Hey, um yeah I was a very unenthusiastic <laughs> heyo, Josh. It's almost as unenthusiastic as my copy read. Um, but <laughs> um, you know, we like doing this, right? And we do incur some mm-hmm. costs, um, you know. And sort of, we're we're constantly sort of looking for ways to improve the quality of the 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 podcast as well. So you know sometimes we we need to upgrade our equipment. We also, you know, sometimes we will buy games uh specifically to talk about them for mm-hmm. episodes of the podcast. Um but one of the things is we like, you know, if you have rated and reviewed the show on your podcatcher of choice. And if you haven't done that, we would strongly encourage you to do that. Um we'd also, you know, if you like what we're doing here, you know, tell people about us. Um, you know, we we are Yeah, I'll do it. We're interested in growing. Um, Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: But uh, we really look at our Patreon as a bit of a tip jar uh, Mm -hmm. with benefits. So our patrons get early and uncut access to each and every episode. They get video. uh, There's a video feed for them where they get the, the, the it's, it's the early and uncut episode, but they get it in video form uh, so they can see all the yawns and the weird like hand stuff that we do and just all of josh's goofy faces and all of my even goofier faces like and all that stuff um that's a very goofy face there joshua <laughs> oh, wait sorry weird that's hand you. stuff that's just you <laughs> uh... <laughs> good one good one zing um but you know and again so there's also a a special uh a patron exclusive podcast called the bro hang um and uh the bro hang can be it's very stream of conscious kind of vibe uh sometimes yep. w- and and usually it's not exclusive like sometimes we will talk sort of like about like things of theological import and sometimes mm-hmm. we're just kind of giggling over just fart noises. Um mm-hmm. it's true. but but that's true. Uh in addition to sort of all that those other things, our patrons can nominate a game or a topic for us to discuss and for them to jump on that episode with us. And uh so we have we have a few of of those topics sort of that we need to get around to or those games that we need to get around to. Um and they get a little bit more access to us. They get a special role in our Discord server. And uh there there are a few sort of events that we we, we're trying to sort of just leverage for the patrons um mm-hmm. in addition to that uh lastly but not leastly we are proud members or at least pleased members of the play well network <laughs> um alongside our friends uh wesley ray the henshin dad himself aka mm-hmm. one one take west one shot west whatever you mm-hmm. want to call him uh aka the man who does it all um I just added that last one, but I like it. Yeah. I like it. Maybe he'll like it too. I don't know. Uh, and uh, our other friend, the aforementioned Paul, the artist currently known as Techno Funk Boy Lytle, um, they both do. They both have a, a a couple projects at this point in time. Wes mm-hmm. does the Henshin, Well, the according to his like his his pseudonym there, the uh, the Henson Dab podcast. At, mm-hmm. It's a Tokusatsu oriented podcast. He he did he covers like Ultraman and Kamen Rider and all that stuff. Um, yeah. a little bit of Sentai and uh, yeah. So and but he also does Retronim, which is sort of a a video game retrospective kind of thing. He uh, I actually just listened to him going through the Canto list today. Okay. Um, I was amused. Um, (laughs) especially when he talked about like just committing like entire like family trees of Pokemons to fire. (laughs) Um, he was like, and then he made the super effective joke. And I I was like, Mm -hmm. even though I'm not a Pokemon guy, I got it. And I laughed. Um, (laughs) whereas Paul has a variety. He does a lot of like actual play stuff. Now he has some Mm -hmm. older podcasts, like the retro zoo super show and the retro station. Um, he's got some other stuff but like you mentioned dice and Drury, which is not a pwncast podcast mm-hmm. but it's still it's one of the only actual plays that i listen to with consistency um nice. so th- there is occasionally some spicy language in dice injury but it's mm-hmm. still kind of cool um and i think that based on the episode that I listened the last couple of episodes I listened to, they are closing in on the end of this thing. <laughs> Let's go baby. It's only been like seven years. Strad. Um, it's like, it's yeah. only taking you like, it, it's been at least like five. Um, but anyways, um, but, and then he's got, uh, coming uh, out shortly I I don't know if it's in in public feeds yet or not but the Thorns of War which is a Dragonlance podcast Um, Mm -hmm. all of that being said um, here's a word from one of them do you think that this is like a really close up shot of two small crabs or were those really big crabs how do you know they're even real they're imaginary crabs Gimpleton, please tell me we can go look for imaginary crabs. Can we? How would you look for something that's imaginary? Oh, that's the best thing to look for. War has come to Kryn, a war building for centuries as dragons and gods drift into myth and legend. This is the war that will bring end into it all, or restore what was lost for good. Dragonlance, the Thorns of War, is an actual play. Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Available everywhere in May. Subscribe today. And we're back. So we're going to take a few minutes this episode, or maybe more than a few minutes. Maybe more than a few minutes. I will talk pretty someday, not today. This is not the day that Nate talked pretty. Um, (laughs) But we're going to take some time tonight to uh, sort of actually bid a bit of a farewell to the Wii U and Nintendo 3DS eShop, mm. um, which just sort of looking at as of, and I've, I pulled up, uh, it's, this is directly from the Nintendo support page, but okay. as of March 27th, 2023 at 5 p.m. Pacific time, it is no longer possible to make purchases in the Nintendo eShop for the Wii U system and 3DS family of systems. It is also no longer possible to download free content, including game demos. Furthermore, related services also ceased to function at various dates. As of May twenty third, twenty twenty two, it is no longer possible to use a credit card to add funds to an account. Oh, so that was a while ago. Uh, mm-hmm. But they, they killed the ability to to load funds via credit card. Um, in August of. Uh, August 29th of 2022, they removed the ability to use a Nintendo eShop card to add funds to an account in Nintendo eShop on Wii U or the Nintendo 3DS family system. So you had to actually go through a web browser or the Switch um, to add funds to your account. Okay. Using any eShop card. And as of April 3rd, 2023, it is no longer possible to redeem download codes in Nintendo eShop on Wii U or the Nintendo 3DS family systems. After March 27th, 2023, users who link their Nintendo network ID wallet used with Wii U and the Nintendo 3DS family systems with their Nintendo account wallet used with the Nintendo Switch family systems can use the shared balance to purchase content on the Nintendo Switch family of systems. Mm. so the end. the end um and I, one i think uh it's it's kind of the reason we're we're talking a little bit about this and, and we've talked about some of this stuff in the past but it's it, mm-hmm. it, it it raises when something like this happens it raises the question of like physical versus digital um mm-hmm. but then two, you know i thought it, it would be nice to just take a, a few minutes to I think we both have said that we enjoy the Wii U. Um, oh yeah. Definitely got some issues.
1: Sure. But it mm-hmm. was
0: an, an, but it was an interesting console and um, mm-hmm. I know. I had know- a
1: great time with it. I mean, I still, I still do occasionally. We, we actually have ours hooked up right now um, okay. because our kids like to play and just dance on it and, and they'll, they'll play some other games too. the, some of the Mario games that okay. are on there. Um. So, so yeah, they're, they're, i mean it's fairly yeah we have it hooked up <laughs> yeah so we're using it pretty often um but i haven't necessarily like chosen a game to play on it in quite a while um but yeah i still love the console it got no Wii got me back into kind of the modern area no well i I got my Wii kind of late in its lifespan wii u was like the first kind of current gen console that i had which i know you're like really you got back with wii u um and I'd gotten mine off Craigslist, but uh, this, he was selling it pretty cheap and it came with a few games as well. Oh, the digital games, funny enough. Mm. Um, so mm. that's the, you know, but yeah, no, I, I'm sorry. I feel like I interrupted, but I no. do. I do actually really like my Wii U more than the the average person, the average Nintendo fan. Um, no, I like it quite a bit.
0: And I think too, um, there, there are some things like, I, I liked mine, I like mine. Uh, I have no idea if mine actually works because it hasn't been plugged in in a Uh little bit, which Uh apparently, you know, um, we'll talk a little bit about that, but there is a report that uh, we use will brick Um, Mm -hmm. and there's pretty, well, if it, if it bricks up, there's nothing you can do about it. Um, There's no like hard reset or anything that you can engage to sort of like, deal with it so um
1: you know, hopefully mine isn't bricked um yeah that would be a shame that would be a shame especially with i mean if you don't mind me taking it there with this eShop shop closure
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know I, I don't know about you but i do have a lot of games that i downloaded that i purchased and downloaded um whether it was from the uh the classic games that are available on there on the eShop. <laughs> You know whether they were Super Nintendo and Nintendo games, even Game Boy Advance games. I have downloaded to my Wii U, um, or a number of indie games that I played on Wii U or purchased on Wii U, um, mm-hmm. and that even actually I have a Punch Out for Wii on there. So it had a it had some emulation of some other consoles, some earlier consoles as well. So that would really stink for one day if I turned it on and it it was just it was like no, nope, like, don't want to work. No, no, thank you Um, because in that case there's no way to get those games back because eShop has has
0: yeah and so like yeah i had purchased some stuff like i mean i purchased a pandora's tower um oh which is like sort of like oh the wii era and uh but i purchased that digitally um Mm. on my wii u and I would be really bummed if I was not able to ever get around to that. I mean, yeah. and the reason yeah. I bought it was like, because a physical copy of that game is like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's, mm-hmm. a, that's an accurate, that noise uh, pretty much says it all. That, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I'm old enough to remember when it was $20. And I remember like going back and forth, like, oh, should I pick it up at that price? Now I'm kicking myself cuz yeah, I can
0: Yeah. <sighs> no I uh, and that's that's the way it goes man. I mean that's the 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 way the cookie crumbles with all that stuff. <laughs> and I I have some other stuff physically as well. Um but I have a number of games digitally on there. And I think even s- sort of to like just the the 3DS family um of of handhelds is just sort of like all of the stuff that's on 3ds like you yep. mentioned Majora's Mask earlier it's like I have Majora's Mask on my 3ds um I have a number of physical and digital games on my 3ds mm. and it's like yeah it's th- those are they're they're handy machines and unfortunately like I am deep in sort of Deep in the thrall of like the 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 shiny, new fancy stuff right now, but like there's all, there's always right, a part right. of me that's like, "U, oh, someday I'll go back, so I, mm-hmm, I hope mm-hmm. at some point in time I will probably try to plug my Wii U in um, to see if it bricked or not. but we'll <laughs> we'll find out. but I yeah. think too, yeah. what's also kind of heartbreaking about this is that there is a lot of like software that is just stranded. Uh, for lack of a better mm-hmm. term, and that yep. if you did not get it or you don't have a physical copy of it, it's like there's no way to to play a lot of stuff from that time. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's like I think what you mentioned too is like there weren't that many like actual Wii U games, but it did play Wii. Right, it did play Wii titles, and yep. through the e shop, yep. like. You could download GBA games. You could download Super Nintendo games. Like you Mm -hmm. could download piles of stuff. And yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The eShop was pretty robust. And um, yeah, it's just like, and I think like even too looking at the way that the Smitch, uh, the Smitch, (laughs) mm, the Switch has moved to a the sort of the subscription model thing. Whereas like you can't just buy games like some of these titles a la carte. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it, it feels like the the end of an era kind of thing. And uh, yeah,
1: yeah, just, just a bit of a bummer, man. Right, right. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a good way of putting it, too, because I also I understand why it's done as a business decision. So if you are a part of our Discord, we have a member there, uh, Jonathan, who had calculated, just, just estimated, about how much it would cost to keep the servers running for the eShop. And his guess was somewhere around, and, and he, he gave more details on, on why he guessed this amount. But he said it was probably about 10K a month is what it was costing Nintendo to have these servers up and running while they're concurrently have servers for the Switch, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so they, you know, the, for all the games that are available there, but also all the streaming and, and, of course, the Nintendo online service and things like that. So there is an inherent cost to having these things. It's not like they're just floating in the ether, you know? There's a cost that Nintendo is paying in order to, to allow you access to these games. On these consoles now, now 3ds um, certainly it had it had a, a much bigger user base, and my guess is that it was probably used more the 3ds eShop. But Switch is basically the successor to the handhelds, you know, especially with the Switch Lite coming out now. Um, so it's old hardware. Wii U um, was a uh, was a commercial failure, and so it doesn't have a big install base. Um, you know, I I doubt that it didn't have that many like
0: exclusives, like right.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: What is unfortunate though, too, is like you know, and we we talked about there are some things that are stranded there, like yes, like there is no so, like, one of the the, several things of note, so like Mm -hmm. the Metroid Prime remaster just came out for Switch, right? Um, but prior to that. There was no way outside of Wii or Wii U, there was no play, way, place or way to play, oh, geez, I'm talking super great right now, um, <laughs> any of the Metroid Prime games outside of Wii or Wii U. Um,
1: you you look like you, you were sort of like... I'm, I'm confused like outside of GameCube as well. Oh, GameCube right, as or well. What are you but
0: yeah, all of those are like older systems, like Right. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, none of that stuff had migrated to the current gen. I forgot right. that I forgot that mm-hmm. Prime. And I think Prime and Prime 2 were both GameCube titles. Anyways. Right. Yeah. 3 was a Wii title. Mm-hmm. Anyways, but so like one of the only ways that you could really get access to the the actual the trilogy was via the Wii U store, uh, Mm eShop. The Legend of Zelda HD remaster uh, for Wind Waker and Twilight Princess are both on Wii U. I own Mm -hmm. both of those on Wii U. Mm -hmm. And so like if, and Wind Waker is one of my favorite games of all time. So Mm -hmm. I'm really hoping that my Wii U didn't break just so that I can play because there's, there's no way to play that except for on GameCube. Wii or Wii U, Um, which I don't have a Wii or Wii U anymore or a GameCube anymore, Um, which I guess maybe is just a lesson in not selling off old hardware. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) My Uh wife, my wife though is like, she's, she'd probably be infuriated with me. Like I already, I have problems throwing out crap anyways. So um, (laughs) gotcha. Gotcha. I'm, I'm not really a hoarder but uh, mm-hmm. i hold you on keep to
1: collections
0: i yeah exactly mm-hmm. and i collect yeah. many many different types of things mm-hmm. um <laughs> so it's it's like stuff like that that makes it really kind of hard mm-hmm. to see these these games or these these this the e shop basically go away and again yeah. it it sort of yeah. just it brings up like how safe are like our digital collections, like for Mm -hmm. the time being, you know, Nintendo is going to sort of like maintain these servers in a capacity to where you will have access to the things you've already purchased or downloaded. But at some point in time, it may come to a point where if you don't have it downloaded to hardware,
1: tough, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. And frankly, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily trust Nintendo to to have all your previous purchases, uh, for Wii U or 3DS. I know it has been difficult in the past. May I? I think Switch is better about this. Um, but because those purchases are not necessarily tied to your account the same way that it's tied to like PlayStation and and Xbox, the way that those purchases yeah. are tied. Um, if you do have a bricked Wii U. I mean, good luck getting another Wii U and then like convincing Nintendo to allow you to have those downloads back. Cause I don't think it's, I don't think if you just sign into your account that you would be able to have access.
0: Yeah. To I'm not, purchases. I'm not sure how that, that goes. Um, uh,
1: so yeah. basically I'm saying like, you're probably out of luck if if it, if if it is, bricked, is bricked, yeah. Yep. Then your previous digital purchases are just gone. Um, I mean you might be able to make a stink about it, but I really wouldn't fall back on that. I
0: would like in at this point in time, they've already shut down the store. And it's like, right. like eh, but We right. don't care. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, um Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. like I said, I think like the real shame is just that you know, there's a lot of stuff that is stranded on Especially mm-hmm. Wii U. And, mm-hmm. um but yeah, I, and so like looking, I just wanted to take like maybe a minute here. Uh, and I just pulled up an article. So it's from <laughs> NintendoLife.com. Um, it says the 23 best Wii U e- and eShop games you should get before they're gone forever. I don't like yep. most of this list. Um, well, here's one I, I did like. Dungeons and Dragons Chronicles of Mystara.
1: Oh, um, yeah. That's a collection.
0: Yeah. Because it's, yeah. it's, it's got two. It's got two classic arcade beat-em-ups from the Capcom mm-hmm. Dungeons and Dragons Tower of Doom and uh, from, from Capcom. Dungeons and Dragons Tower of Doom from 1994 and Dungeons and Dragons Shadow of Mistar from 1996. They're sort of like, yeah, that, those uh, uh, beat em ups. They're arcade games. Yeah. 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 Arcade beat em ups. And this is that came out. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was also released on PS3 and 360 and okay. apparently on Steam. So it's not completely unplayable. Okay. okay. Um, okay. It's absent from the Capcom beat em up bundle on Switch. Mm -hmm. so that's one of the only places to play that
1: um i i can think of a handful of games on 3ds that are essentially gone forever um that you know i say that if you have it on your system then you can still play it but um the the capcom 5 those games, um, oh, so or wait, was the Capcom Five? Was that? Am I think is that the? the no, main, it's the you're talking about stuff? the level the the Guild Project, the Level Five. Yes, yes, that's that, that's exactly it. Man, look at you. Um, but I think of a game like Crimson Shroud. Mm-hmm. If you if, and I had done a bite size about it a long time ago, um, but that it's it's basically like a D and D one shot that you get to play, um, which was which was a good time. It's a short little game. But that's one that was a digital release only. And now, you know, it's no longer accessible, uh, at least not through legitimate we- means. I'm sure there's a way to emulate it. Um, and, and that kind of brings up, so there, I've got a couple thoughts on this. One is that I do appreciate that Nintendo gave us a bunch of time, like forewarned us in advance yeah. that they were shutting this down. Um, because that does a lot, you know, for anyone who's concerned about games preservation, which we don't have to go down that road. I'm not, we've both said that we're not super concerned with it. Although, you know, it's cool, but it's not a necessity. Um, but by Nintendo, at least saying, Hey, you have a year or however, you know, six months, whatever it was. Um, and then we're going to shut this off. It at least gives people time to back up these games, to purchase the games that you want. Uh, and even frankly, uh, for the the developers to put their games on sale for some last purchases, because I know I need I made a bunch of purchases mm-hmm. uh, because of sales. Um, you know, uh, Persona Q two, something like that. So yeah, um, I do I do appreciate that from Nintendo because what was it? Sony had tried to to cut off. I think it was PS three and Vita mm-hmm. stores, and they were like you know next month or something like yeah, that. Yeah, the now,
0: timetable was very. Like it was very much like, yeah, uh, next month or it was, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't remember the, the, the exact details on that, but it was like, I think right. it was like less than three months and they were like, yeah, we're yeah. just going to close this down. Mm-hmm. And everybody was now, like, you're going to do
1: what? <laughs> right. Right. I remember the backlash and in Sony backed away from that. They didn't go through with it. So again, I, in that case, I appreciate that they listened to the backlash as well. Um, but But anyways, um, so I do, uh, I, yeah, thankful that Nintendo did that, gave us heads up that this was coming. Um, So you can't get too mad. You know, it gives you enough time to back up your games, to purchase the games that you want, things like that. Um, But it's still, you know, it is still weird living, you know, thinking that, okay, these games are no longer accessible through, again, legitimate means. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's ways to emulate them now because of that time that Nintendo is given. Um, but they're, yeah, they're just no longer accessible. And then, like we said, if you're, if your system's bricked, if something happens, if you break your 3ds, you know, if Mm -hmm. it's just gets old, um, then there's no way to play it.
0: Well, and I was going to say that it's like, if you break your system and, or your system gets old and just sort of wears Mm -hmm. out, like that's the, that's the thing is like, these things are, don't exist in like a, like a perfect state where it's like, you know, in 5, 10, 15, 20 years, you know, we may see massive hardware failure. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: and, yep. and again, yep. like it didn't even take the Wii U that long before it started. Right. like, you know,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't even yeah. think that thing that we use 15 years old yet. Um,
1: yeah. I don't, I don't remember. It did not yeah, have a long no, life it,
0: cycle. Switch has been enough. out for like seven years.
1: So yeah. that's, yeah. that's a trip to me that <laughs> it's been that long, but, but and I
0: you know. I like I said I think I think the 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 problem and the frustration has been is just that there is no way to sort of like access a lot of this stuff anymore. And Nintendo mm-hmm. has mm-hmm. really embraced like instead of the eShop where you can just sort of buy a lot of this older stuff a la carte, again, mm-hmm. it's like it's now a lot of that stuff is tied behind the the subscription service.
1: Um Right. Right. So Th- I mean, yeah. They, okay, so you have to again multiple thoughts here because I want to, I, I, I want to fight against entitlement on the one hand because, like, yeah, it would be awesome if they just code emulators for this stuff and then port everything, and so you have like a 3ds emulator on, you know. But I don't know how you do that on a screen that as small as a Switch. Anyway. But, I mean, you know, we all wish that Nintendo would perpetually keep these games available. Sure. Um, But I also, again, want to fight against entitlement and say that might not actually be the best business move for them. It is just strange that these games are gone. However, here's another thought that I had, is that a lot of these games, especially the ones that are gone forever... um, the, 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 so so thinking of those guild project games those games never would have been released if it was only physical you yeah. know what i mean they they were short they were small little projects and i'm i'm sure this is the case for most of the games that are no longer accessible made by smaller studios or you know little one shot projects mm-hmm. or things that are not meant to be basically not substantial enough to to have a publisher Put money behind distribution and making physical product. So the only reason that I got to play Crimson Shroud was because it was a it was because a, it, was a, it was a digital only release. I, now I, I say that there was a physical release in Japan of a collection that they did. Okay, so um, so you could you could shoot me down there, but I am saying it's uh, it's also you shouldn't bite the hand that feeds, right? Like the fact that these tiny little games can even be released is actually really cool. It just stinks that this is the only way that they're available. But if it wasn't, then they wouldn't even be here, you know? They'd be mini games in a different game.
0: It just kind of and, and, and again, it's sort of like almost the ephemeral nature of it all where it's like some of this stuff is so fleeting and we like to maybe think it's a little more permanent than it actually is. Um, Yeah. It's interesting, like sort of like thought experience. I think too, sort of something you brought up is that, especially in the case of the 3ds, like with the Wii U, there were sometimes like, especially with some of the the actual Wii U games and there were games that took advantage of the sort of the handheld screen and the TV screen kind of that synergy. Mm -hmm. Um, but the, and the Wii U as well, like both of these had very, or the 3DS had very unique sort of hardware configurations. Like, on yeah. the 3DS top screen is like standard screen, bottom screen is like has the touch screen capabilities. And a lot of times mm-hmm. there was like, you were utilizing both screens in a lot of these games. And yeah, yeah. Wind Waker
1: and, HD, you, you used it for your menu, uh, yeah. selecting different items. Oh, I love that and yeah.
0: i mean you could just play it in like a handheld mode or whatever too mm-hmm. yeah um mm-hmm. but what i'm saying is like those particular versions are very tied like it's not to say that they can't be emulated or they can't, couldn't be brought forward or or ported or whatever but they mm-hmm. are they are tied to a very unique hardware configuration yeah which makes yeah. bringing them forward even more difficult so right. now you have the 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 double problem of like they're stranded on these things but then and so you've got all the problems like well what happens if your 3ds breaks what happened if your wii u bricks you know or whatever mm-hmm. but then you've also got the fact that like some of these games and and the the twilight princess and wind waker hd remasters or whatever you want to call them are arguably like a lot of people are like nope these are the best versions of these games. Um, yeah. there's some quality yeah. of life stuff where they streamline a lot of like the sort of some of the quest line redundancy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So it's like yep. now
1: Yeah.
0: These games are no longer available or are, are easily available. And yeah. Anyways, it just, like I said, it's just, it's one of those things that like when this, every time this comes up, it just sort of brings me back to this, like, Physical versus digital kind of thing. And it's like, yeah. yeah. And again, I don't mean to pit them against each other. It's just saying like these are like some of the things that you have to take into consideration. And even mm-hmm. and even mm-hmm. to sort of like just say, well, physically is obviously better because X, Y, and Z, it's like, well, that's as long as like your hardware keeps working. And then with the issue of again, you know, not to belabor the the point, but like we use our bricking. So now it's like, mm-hmm. not only is it like there's all this stuff that was hard to find to begin with and you had sort of inaccessible, but like now just, you could just have equipment failure and that mm-hmm. sort of puts you out too. So it's like, none of it's a, a sure bet, you know?
1: Right, right. Yes. Yeah. And that you have to accept that nothing lasts forever. You know, there, the disc rot is a thing as well. You know, the, these things. Yeah. They just, they won't last forever. However, I think in the case that you've just given, um, that was a strong case for physical over digital because if your Wii U bricks, you may be able to get another one. And if you had a physical disc, you yep. could pop that physical disc into a different Wii U and play it or, you could pop that into your PC with a Wii U emulator, and yeah. you could play it on your PC. You could play that same disc through an emulator um, versus digital. It's it's gone. <laughs> it's it's essentially yeah. you, you're not gonna see that game again. Um, so, th- th- but all that to say is no, I agree with you. There there are pros and cons to to both. And and honestly, like one of the biggest pros, as I was thinking about this more, is what I had brought up earlier: is the fact that a lot of these games we would never see okay case in point okay i i found this out recently that bastion was an xbox live exclusive game when it first came out because they could not afford to put it out physically like super giant games yep put this game out digitally yep okay they couldn't afford a physical release. So Supergiant, who makes, I mean, Hades is one of our top games of all time, both of us mm-hmm. here. That, that, that studio may not have been able to put out their first game had it not been for the fact that digital allowed them to not have to pay you know, distribution costs and all these other things and they could put this game out, and then it skyrockets, and then it blows up. You know, everyone loves this game. Okay, so now the money's rolling in. Now now they could at least prove, they have a proof of concept that they can make these great games and that they can put it out physically, and now and now we see, you know, Hades. <laughs> yeah. So uh, from that to, to there, like, I, I think it's awesome. I think the option of digital is great. Yeah. The fact that we have the option.
0: and And like, I'm not disparaging it, because I think, like right. in the sense that like what you've said is it does sort of open up the market to all these things that would not exist otherwise um mm-hmm. and that you wouldn't have access to otherwise mm-hmm. i think like the where it does sort of like get kind of a little tricky and again part of it is just coming to terms with the fact that nothing lasts forever yeah. um yeah and uh, so yeah. I, I like I said, it's just it is one of those issues where well, with the closure of the shop, and there was stuff that I was like, eh, I might get this, I might get this, I might get this. Like I think I meant to, but never pulled the trigger on the Dragon Quest Seven. Um, oh yeah, I mean I'm mm-hmm. like to be, you know, to be perfectly fair, like I need I needed an- another rpg like i need a hole in my head another 150
1: um, hour rpg <laughs> yeah um, that one's that one's long and i don't i think it took wes a full like 40 hours to go yeah through it, so.
0: yeah <laughs> took him like you know he actually had to play it for a couple of days before he just crushed it <laughs> um but it's like and and i don't play my 3ds a ton and i have some stuff for right. it but it's mm-hmm. it's just and like i said i'm not trying to just sort of. I don't think there's like a strong argument either way. I think it's just, it mm-hmm. does sort of boil down to like, you just have to weigh each thing sort of right. individually. And like I said, right. it's, it's just anytime you have a service like this, that shuts down, that is so sort of digitally, hev- like heav- heavily dependent on sort of like digital storefronts and stuff like that. Um, and then you just sort of see like the, the treasure trove sort of disappear. It's like, mm-hmm. it, I think, it, like I said, I think it sort of begs the question. It, it prompts us to think about it for a little bit.
1: Yeah. 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 You know, another, another game uh, that was talking about Bastion, another game that comes to mind that like, I don't know if it would even do would have done well if it was released physically is something like vampire survivors where mm-hmm. like it was this small concept. And again, it just like exploded because it could be released digitally. Um, but yeah, in general, I much prefer physical. Part of that, I'm sure, is due to the fact that I just there's there's some nostalgia in putting a cartridge into a console and playing it and going back to that later and yeah. in, in something like that. Um, but of course, there you know there, there's things like uh, okay, like you said, nothing lasts forever. However, I think we would be kidding ourselves if we say that that digital lasts if we don't acknowledge the fact that physical often lasts longer than digital nine times out of 10. Now we are entering a stage where physical discs no longer contain the entire game. And in that case, it's almost a toss up. Like you might not even have the same product, mm. you know, it might have half the game on the disc. And the other half you have to download anyway. So when they shut off those servers, like and it mean, might not even be playable.
0: Even in the case of certain games, like uh, I, I think it was Halo Infinite, like the physical version they were like, the disc was basically just like a download code a DRM. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was just like, it's like, hey, yeah. you put this in there and okay. Yeah. You can have this game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. yeah. So we're, we're entering a, a stage where that is becoming more and more prevalent. And so, and so it's not the case. However, I would say for, you know, previous generation and and even somewhat a bit now, um, but it's becoming less and less the case. Is that physical is going to last longer? I say that. Of course, you can damage your discs, or you can break them. You, you know, just the, just because it's a physical product, like it can be destroyed, and then uh, well, you're out of luck because you can't rebuild it. You know, yeah. you just have to buy it again. Whereas digital, there are things like you know licensing issues. That could prevent you from from yeah. playing it again or downloading it again um you know with physical you can sell your games you can resell them you can uh give them to, you can lend them to friends things like that um while at the same time you know digital games i, th- I think of something like the steam store you know even pc games in general are 99 percent digital <laughs> yeah you know you can buy a box um but most games aren't aren't, aren't physical on steam which is you know it's just come to be accepted and again it seems that that's that's where consoles are heading i don't think it'll ever be a hundred percent digital but i think the fact that hey sony and microsoft have released systems that have done really well that are 100 percent discless, right they're just they're digital boxes and they're they seem to be doing pretty well um so i think i think they're pushing us that way i think um, there are a number of advantages again, you, you don't have the distribution the, the production costs associated with it. So I think there's an advantage there um, even for the for the the um, the people who produce the games mm-hmm. as well the the creators of the games yeah. I think they they have a bit of financial incentive uh, to push you that way. Um, but i I am still you know maybe I'm clinging on to my old ways. I still much prefer digi- physical. Over digital. However, I, I do a mixture of both, you know? If, but I also recognize here's the thing at the end of the day, I recognize that digital la- will more than likely not last as long as physical. Does that make sense? So, like, mm-hmm. if I want something to last longer, I'm going to go with physical while also acknowledging, like you said, nothing lasts forever. I would very much, I, I want to be able to give my games to my kids, but I also recognize, hey, If, if, if something happens and I can't do that, okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, I can't, I can't, I want to be honest with myself. You know, I don't want to kid myself about the future. It it might, it might not work out that way. I would love to do that, but it might not work out that way, which is, Hey, I think that comes kind of full circle to this podcast. The backlog breakdown (laughs) is to play the games that you have, not just hoard them, not just store them up because that was my mindset for a long time. To Have all these games to, to and, sit uh, on
0: your, your, you know. I just imagine you as like a, a smog, like kind <laughs> of like just sitting on your heaps of like cartridges and, and mm-hmm. discs mm-hmm. and consoles and just like, you know, like, like sleeping until some yes. like some cheeky little hobbit comes in to like, you know, snatch <laughs> something and then <laughs> one giant lantern like orb opens. And you bellow out like "Who goes there?" Mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Something v- very menacing, though. Very menacing. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I like that. That That's was yeah, you That's like that. Picture. That's a <laughs> painted a picture with my words. <laughs> oh man! Well, like I said, I, I I thought like you know I I particularly was just sort of thinking about like some of the things that I'm glad that I have on my Wii U and my 3ds, and I'm I'm just mm-hmm. like. You know, like, uh, there's, you know, you mentioned, like, GBA games and stuff like that. I think I have Drilldozer on my Wii U. Okay, which okay, I cool. I think that that's, like, that's a Game Freak game. Game Freak, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: That's my understanding.
0: The, 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 the Pokemans, the Pokemans people. Um, <laughs> like I said, I have Pandora's Tower on there, which is, like, yeah. that and the, the last story are sort of, like, like these are the they're arguably like uh, I've seen them on some lists as like some of the, the best RPGs of all time. I don't know about that, but it's like they were two of the only RPGs
1: on the Wii in that era. Mm -hmm. Um, And those two in Xenoblade Chronicles were the ones mm, that that were part of project rainfall. So they weren't originally going to be released in America. And because of uh, a concerted effort by fans in America, Nintendo uh, licensed them for America as well, so they were limited print. In fact, Xenoblade Chronicles: the first print run was exclusive to GameStop. I remember that because I purchased it at GameStop. Um, mm. So, but now, now that series is blown up. Now it's yeah. like a huge series for the Switch.
0: The last story and uh Pandora's Tower, not so much, not so much. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah nothing really happened um, with
0: those. But you know, and I think about like all the different stuff, like you mentioned Persona Q2, um mm-hmm. but Persona mm-hmm. Q, Persona Q2, uh, one of the best ways to to play Dragon Quest 8, which is my favorite yeah. Dragon Quest, is on 3DS. I mean, mm-hmm. unless you have I would I would advocate for just playing it on 3ds personally, but it's like, Mm -hmm. there's, there's a ton of stuff now that is just, yeah, not there anymore. And it's, it's kind of like, Mm -hmm. it's the, you know, it's, it's not like sad, sad, but it is a little sad to see some of this stuff just sort of like, basically sort of be put out the pasture.
1: Yeah. Yeah. One other game that I hadn't, heard that it was particularly good but one that strikes me as as a very odd situation too with with the digital store closing is um fire emblem fates if you remember there are three chapters to that game so there's the I, i don't remember what they were called conquest i think was one of them and then the other one was was it bloodlines something like that maybe But they, but they were basically two different cartridges that you could buy and you could just purchase one cartridge and then Mm. digitally download the other one. But for another like 20 bucks, then you could have the other side of the story. Well, if you completed both sides of the story, then you get the final third side of the story that was kind of like the, apparently the best one out of all of them for another 20 bucks digitally. They didn't, they didn't release a standalone cartridge of that third version because you could only play it if you played through the first two versions. They did, when the game was first announced, they they let, they released a special edition that included all three of those chapters on a single cart. For It, it was more expensive than normal. Um, so there are a very limited amount of carts out there that contains that third story. However, now that the eShop is closed, you no longer have access to that third story unless you have it downloaded to your your 3ds already or you own that cart so so that's another situation where it's just like really weird that they didn't have any other kind of release because those those were very limited editions um i remember because i bought one and flipped one and made some money off of it uh so there you go it's it's a very yeah it's it's just a strange situation that that happened there to where that third version will just never yeah it's 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 gone like it's not accessible for anyone who wants to play it nowadays
0: hurled down the so, corridors of time Yeah, never to be yeah. reclaimed
1: at least i've heard that fates is not the best entry in the series you know yeah. i've heard it's not it's not fantastic it's it's okay is what i've heard well um, yeah speaking of
0: closing e shops closing e shops uh yeah well i don't know about an e shop but we you know i'm I, you know, to be perfectly honest, I'm kind of fading. We had a, mm-hmm. a beefy bro hang, and then we had some side talk that was fairly eh, not not too extensive, but you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of late. I'm gonna have to. I got to take Reba to the vet tomorrow, and yeah. Oh man, B hasn't been sleeping great, so I need to probably kind of wind down here. But yeah, like I, I, I just thought it was like yeah we didn't really have any like hard topics for tonight. And I thought this would be a good one to just sort of like maybe kind of for lack of a better term, pay our respects to the shop mm-hmm. and sort of like yeah. all the good that was. Yeah. And and to be honest, I kind of miss the fact that Nintendo doesn't do something like this anymore with the switch. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it is kind of a bummer that, And like I think like I said, I'm not not trying to dog on it too much or go too far down this road, but it's like the eShop had a lot of like really weird and cool stuff on it. And you know, Mm -hmm. now it's just like whatever whatever games they sort of put on that subservice, you know, is sort of what you get stuck with. And so some of those, some of those are really cool. But there's also, you know, there's no drill Mm dozer. That's all I'm saying,
1: no <laughs> drill dozer. Some of them you just have to ask why. It's like just, just why? <laughs> who, who is asking for this? Why? Um, but yeah, it's odd. like you said.
0: Speaking of closing things, closing like I think it's you, you know, if if you don't have any more, like unless you have something that you just absolutely need to get off your chest or whatever, I th- I think this is probably an okay place to say, you know what, uh, eShop, thank you for your service. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wii U and 3DS Varieties, uh, you will be missed.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes, certainly. I agree. Well, before we uh, close up shop completely, we do have just a few more forms to be observed before we head out. Mm -hmm. Um, The first one is actually our community shout-out. And this time, we're going to shout-out our patrons because you guys are awesome. You patronize mm. us. Is that the right way to say that? Don't patronize me. But you're, you are patrons mm. who hmm. patronize. I, I don't know. They're two different. Are those homophones or are they well, spelled the same? patronize, hmm. It also means to to come along. And it doesn't it, matter. It's got the same it root. It doesn't matter. I mean, it could just be <laughs>
0: like, it's a, it's a word that's taken on like
1: native connotation. Mm. Well, in this case, it's all the positive connotations oh, oh, that I'm using. Nothing but the best. In your case. Yes. So shout outs go to our patrons. Micah Gear Solid, Wes the Henshin Dad himself, Paul the Techno Funk Boy, Trash Turkey, Dorian, all your basement are belong to us, uh, McCoslow, The Judge, Eric Bryant, Big Chill, Porcho, Spike, the other Nate, and now Mark the Merc is what you call him. Uh, he does have a mouth, but it's not that kind of a mouth. He has his own podcast, so um, yeah, his, his mouth, his his rants are nice and concise. 11 and Eleven minutes. and a half minutes. Eleven and a half minutes.
0: Not not. You know, I think the only time he's ever looked at an hour or two is the the episode he hopped on with us.
1: <laughs> Heyo, but <laughs> what have we done? I <laughs> ruined my boy.
0: He's not a patron, but I would like to shout out, um, you know, Archimish uh John O. Spark. Mm. You know, yeah. he's just he's what just stand up pe- people. Um really appreciate his efforts in in the Discord server. Uh mm-hmm. and sort of you know being the go to guy, sort of a point man for like beat down scoring, uh for having mm-hmm. put together the form and this for overall just being sort of like uh just a you know heck of a heck heck of a character and just mm. like I said just sort of you know, really helping to sort of uh, shepherd the
1: community, if you will. Mm. So mm. appreciate you, John. Pre- yes. John Ospark, you're the man. Mm. Awesome. Well, the next forum to observe is actually just, just our personal challenges. Okay. We already both admitted that we we crashed and burned this week. Okay. Um, but it wasn't even really a crash.
0: Us. It was more of a, just a, for me, it was just like, Never got I like, yeah it was like kind of like i took a step and it just went just like kind of <laughs> fell over
1: um yeah i want i want to cite you know like an explosion like a rocket explosion but that feels very inhuman i uh, don't you know these people died on those things so mm. um but and so yeah don't before do that. i got off the ground yeah i i okay so uh th- that said it's not going to deter us from setting new challenges. Cause we always want to challenge each other um, or not just the to same old challenges <laughs> or the same one. That's true. You can carry over the same ones, but here's what I'm going to say is my previous challenge was to read before going to bed. Didn't do that very well um, because I've been pretty tired lately, which has been kind of strange. Like it feels as though no matter how much sleep that I get, I'm still tired throughout the day. So what I want to do, um, I'm challenging myself go- going forward to, to get back into lifting at least three times a week. So hopefully, maybe some more of that—just releasing some of that energy, uh, doing some of those strong lifts—will help regulate my energy throughout the day. So that's what I'm hoping for. Um, and I kind of already started it a couple days ago, but my challenge is to continue with that. That's mine. Yeah. What about yours?
0: I'm gonna just go back to uh, until I actually sort of establish it as a as a fairly consistent pattern in my life again. I really think I need to get into the practice of journaling. I need that to step it, like to take a few minutes to actually sort of like, just get my thoughts out on paper to do the, the thinking on paper. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, So yeah, um, that's, I'm just going to like stick to it. And uh, again, same, same sort of like challenge also, like if you guys see me on PSN or in the discord server, sort of like, just like, Hey, You guys feel free to be like, hey, have you journaled yet today? Um, Go journal. Go journal. Go do it. Scrub. Um, (laughs) I mean, call me a scrub at your own peril. Um, (laughs) But. Maybe not that. But, but yeah, I think, uh, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. So uh, Mm -hmm. we, I think we, it is our last episode for the month, isn't it? Oh, that's
1: right. That's right. So I have, I have something to ask. What, what is your question? Sean, what is your question? Where we hear the best question, we 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 take questions from you. We got we got a lot of great great patrons. We got a lot of people talking in our Discord. We only got the best people who ask the best questions, and we pick out the best question out of those questions and answer it here on the air live. So this week the best question goes to Sojourner. I just thought this one was fun. Mm-hmm. He said he made up this little quiz. Uh, to get to know you better so he asked three questions actually so it's kind of cheating but i just thought it was a fun quiz that we can answer here on the air uh, without even thinking about it so it's a get to know you quiz the first question is what is your name uh my name is josh broccolo what is your credit or debit card number Okay, that's that's kind of a funny question, but you know, I I just think it's it's just so much fun. We're just trying to get to know each other. So mine is seven six four five six six seven five seven eight seven six four one two zero, and then the third question is what's the little security code thing on the back of the card? So I I just think that's so funny because you know these are all so personalized. Like yeah, you can get to know me. Mine is is six two seven. So uh, what about you, Nate? What's What's yours? <laughs> um,
0: mm, I'm gonna have to the, like, nah, bro.
1: Okay. Nah.
0: Well, you am gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna hard pass. Boober, Then I'll I'll Jeez. be the party boober. You know what? Like, you don't need to know
1: me like that, son. <laughs> All right. Well, we'd love to hear from you guys. We want to get to know you guys more. So, so send us your answers. You can email us at the backlog breakdown at gmail.com. No,
0: no. <laughs> no. I yeah, I know it's a joke, <laughs> but no, we are in no way advocating for that information. <laughs> there was, uh, uh, Sojourner uh, Isaac, got to give you props, man. I saw that one, made us chuckle. Um, yes, good call. Yeah. So you you get the the. What, what is your quest, John? No, you deserve it, man. That that, that was a good my, one. My good one. what is your question was really bad. You're gonna have to oh, okay. edit that out and post.
1: I um, yeah, I'll put the movie.
0: Yeah, over. but no, it, it was fine. But yes, uh, just for anybody listening, we do not want you to send us your credit or debit card information <laughs> and the the little Don't three digit
1: pin thingy. Mm-hmm. I think they call it CCV. But, um, uh, yeah, there you go. I don't even know what that stands for, but, the, but regardless, if you do want to reach out to us for any reason and, and want to get to know us better, right. Or if you just have a question that you want us to answer on a future episode, you can send that in email, mm-hmm. Facebook. We've got our group, the ba- hashtag backlogbreakdown, Instagram.com slash the backlog, breakdown, backlog breakdown. Um, what else we got? We got a discord server. The link for that is in the description and on Twitter, our handle is at BBDownCast. And then, if you want to reach out to me personally for any reason, you know, if you want my debit card number, uh, 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 uh. I'm not going to give it to you. Um, but I generally on the internet go by Brockalope. and Nate goes by Nate underscore McKeever. Mm, yeah, there we go. All right, man, I think we we've, we've done it. We've said our our farewells, our goodbyes, our well wishing. Um, this, you know what? This is not. This is not. This is not a death. This is a celebration of the life that was the eShop.
0: I, I guess. Right? I guess. I guess. <laughs> uh, but I would say this is not a Don't see you later. Come on. This is a goodbye. You're gone. Fare, Forever. Farewell, eShop. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. Mm.
1: you sweet. And you guys. Sweet digital slumber. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Well, till next yeah. time, you guys. Keep beating down your backlogs. We'll keep breaking down the benefits. Sure.